When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever. Dog. Sassy. To an audio journey through the world of tarot <laughs> with me, Veronica Osorio. So sit back, relax, and let the journey begin. from today's episode, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Sassy Tarot Pod. That's S-A-S-S-Y Tarot, like a regular tarot, T-A-R-O-T-P-O-D. Sassy Tarot Pod. Sassy Tarot Pod. Hey guys, welcome to Sassy Tarot. My name is Veronica Sorio. What you're listening to is music. Today we're gonna see a new card of the Major Arcana. This card is called a hangman. <laughs> Hi guys, welcome. <laughs> what are you waiting for, Peter? What is this? What is this about? Hi. <laughs> Hi guys, welcome to Sassy Terra. <laughs> I'm just wondering where you're gonna boil over. Peter is having a day, and this is not helping. And since I feel, I feel. Uh... Hi guys, I'm Veronica Sorio. Peter Markendel is doing the wonderful music you're listening to today. Couldn't do it without him. And um, this is another episode where I explain to you one of the major arcana so that you can empower yourself to read your tarot and figure out your fucking life. <sighs> Exciting stuff. Um, I don't know why. Well, I do know why. My mom does this thing where like I love bothering people. And the more I see they're getting bothered, the more the funnier it is and it's just so horrible for everyone else I th except for Peter I think he really likes it especially when we're working <laughs> it's the worst it's the worst I'll just find something that I know someone will be like horrified or scandalized by and then I'll just like poke that for a long time It reminds me of uh, 
I think this is kind of also cultural in Venezuela. Uh, if you are around a group of friends or your cousins and you say like, hey guys, this actually bothers me. <laughs> You're fucked. You just gave them the key of how to exactly bully you. <laughs> if you show any kind of like annoyance, upsetness, or even if you like are a little more serious and start crying, you're fucked. You will be bullied about that until it's you're past it. Like I have my my husband's goddaughter. She has a best friend who had a birth. She has a birthmark in her face. And uh, because Venezuelan kids are such bullies, they call her the stain. <laughs> They call her the stain and now she's an adult with like husband and children and then they're still like um we're like hey what are you doing this weekend oh i can't the stain is coming with her family <laughs> and then she shows me a photo of the stain and i see this woman with a birthmark in her face <laughs> like you just you did not just But like, even her family calls her the stain. <laughs> I think that's horrible. Also, it's just culturally who we are, how we are. We're com I'm like trying to find the line between like losing, <laughs> losing our culture as people and not do stuff like that. And also be respectful to people that may actually get offended or sad about you know something because not everyone likes being bullied by the way I'm, I was the kind of child that if you did that to me I would have I cry and leave and say I, I can't so like I have extreme social anxiety and it partly comes from your classic Venezuelan bullying and yet I am of my culture so you know now you know more about me and how You remember last episode I was talking about justice and how I did not want to get what I deserve? This is what I'm talking about. Sometimes I'm like, do we Venezuelans deserve this fucking dictator? Because we are a piece of shit too, you know? But we're nice people. <laughs> nice. Nice, Peter. Uh... So today we're talking about the hangman, the hangman, the hanged man. Wow. This is one of the most, so like the last one was like kind of flat and cold, right? Justice, the way we go about balancing shit out materially, like in, in the, in the living realm. The hangman is balancing yourself out. It's about, you know how, and I don't know if you do yoga or have done it, but you know, they're like uh, reversals or sometimes you like, there's like, I'm not gonna, I don't want to say game, but there's like a, a group of balance, There, there's balancing that needs to be done in order to like flow right there's like 
part of yoga is like reverse putting your body upside down so that things gain a different perspective uh some of it is just standing very still for a while and seeing what comes up in your body and in your mind as you're like trying to hold still and part of it is also it's flowing and and keeping linking breath to movement right and seeing what comes up when you're like flowing how much can you stay with yourself as you're doing this versus like moving your body without thinking and going with your mind somewhere else it's uniting mind and body into this thing so to me the hanged man is it's it's someone who purposefully decided to invert themselves into an uncomfortable position for a period of time so that their perspective could change it's a spiritually illuminated purposeful stage of being uncomfortable in order for your in order to create a shift in the way you see things a shift of paradigm paradigm motherfucker um a shift in in how you know when you hang yourself like upside down in one of those like in the playground like bars monkey bars or whatever and and how everything look sees you you, you don't want to be there for a full hour right because blood goes to your head and it's uncomfortable and you feel like your blood pressure is all screwy right but for a little bit it just feels so nice to do that and sometimes when you do that your pockets are kind of loose and you like your change goes out out the pockets you lose everything that's in in there In cartoons, sometimes like they grab someone by the foot and they shake them, <laughs> and, and then you like all the pockets go, and then you come back out and your hair looks different and you are different and you're lighter because your pockets are empty and now you have to fill them up again. So, all the hangman is is it's the metaphor of doing that. But sometimes in life, it doesn't look so simple, right? It doesn't look like. Oh, I hang myself upside down and now I can see things differently. And now I'm eliminated spiritually. No. It usually feels like you're fucking stuck. It's a card of being in a situation that for some reason you can't seem to get out of. And so you have to fucking surrender. It's a card of surrendering. Letting go of any expectations of being a free man walking and understanding that sometimes your spirit, your soul is asking you to stay put for any kind of reason. And the reason is usually so that you understand it's as if you're in the fifth grade and you're like, why am I not in the sixth grade? Everyone just moved on to the sixth grade and then... Well, you haven't passed a few things. There's a few things that you need to still check out, check in the boxes before you can move on to this next stage. And this has to do with 
spiritual learning. It's not it's not necessarily uh, like until you learn how to your lines actor, you can't move on. No, it, it's not mental or material. It's more like stages of life. Are you ready for the next stage or are you not? So sometimes um, when the hangman appears, it, it, it points to a period of... See, it's so nice to say I did it. When, when you do yoga, you do it on purpose. You purposefully go into tree pose so that you can feel the stillness and like how and feel how your body wants to move away from it but I'm putting myself in that position but a lot of times in life you don't put yourself in that position you feel you've been put in that position and that can get really frustrating so when the hangman comes out it's usually not talking about movement at all it's talking about how you will be having to stay put and so you have to decide how you're gonna do this because if you're gonna stay put no matter what you can do it quickly and surrender as fast as possible and just like get a glass of water and decide you know what that's okay I'm gonna spend a week here it's I'm just gonna try to accept this as much as I can or you can stay put and like huff and puff the thing is huffing and puffing usually makes the rope that you're hanging tighter and it makes your blood go faster to your head and it makes you feel tangled up quicker so i'm just gonna describe the card and and some of the elements in it and then i'm gonna try to like tell you some a divination things so the card has a purple lilac what is this color what would you say this is purple lilac Lavender. Oh, yeah, lavender. Okay, it's like a lavender background. And this guy is like standing like river dance, just being like, he has, first of all, a very calm expression in his face. He's hanging by a foot. And the other foot, he has it in a T position behind his leg. He's upside down, of course like an acrobat, acrobat of some sort, a circus performer. He's hanged by a rope that's tied to a T-shaped tree. He has red pants, blue tunic, and a, a yellow circle behind his head, meaning spiritually illuminated. The blue means thoughts, the red means the body, so both your thoughts and your body feel as if you're stuck upside down. The tree symbolizes that even though you feel upside down, you're grounded. So even if a situation feels like it's not right, like something's not happening the way it should be, that's just your thoughts. The truth is that if the hangman is present in the reading, you are grounded. You are connected to the earth. You are connected to the source of it all. So it's not, it's not 
a tower moment. It's not it's not a moment that you should fear. It's a moment that you have to embrace. That's the only lesson that the hangman's giving you is embrace this fucking shit and get comfortable, bitch, because you're gonna spend a while here. Uh, the arms are behind his back, like in a T-shaped position. I feel like this makes two like triangles kind of like a sand clock like you, you cannot go back around until this like sand clock finishes putting all its sand on one side right yes usually when the hangman comes out there's a big shift of pair of like okay, I keep saying that word but it's so annoyed um I'm so annoyed by this that I can't say this word very well. But there's a shift. There's a big shift, and it has to do with um, perspective, the way you see things. Um, maybe you were stuck in, in thinking that something was for you, and, and suddenly you, you don't seem to be able to get it for some reason. You can't get it. You feel stuck, like you can, you're not moving forward, and suddenly you realize, oh, this wasn't for me or this is all I was going to extract from this was the lesson that this wasn't for me that I should surrender to it or maybe you're like result oriented person and you're not seeing any kind of results and this card is now telling you this is not a time for results it's a time for process and you're like motherfucker but this is good for you we all go through the shit The hangman has put himself in this position and there's no way he can win. He may be about to claim a sizable victory. It's like when you see everyone doing something and you see someone else going the other way and you're like, is that person an idiot or do they know something that I don't? Does that happen to you? That's the hangman. It's indicating there's something to this. Would you dare to explore it, even though it will make you uncomfortable and you gotta go against the currents? Or will you just, keep, you know, call him crazy and keep going? The hangman was not attacked. It was not, he was not forced to be where he is. Nothing is disheveled. Not even his clothes are hanging like upside down, like when you do a handstand and then suddenly you're showing your boobs to the entire playground. That's me. Nope. This guy has his robe in place. Everything's in place. He's hiding his hands. So if the hangman is like talking about someone else or talking about, it's talking about someone else who not only has a secret that they think they're getting something out of, but they're hiding something from you. They're, you're not supposed to be. It's a process that's happening in the dark. It's a process that... It's not for you to see. Or maybe they're hiding something from you. Maybe they're conf some people are like smoking mirrors. So maybe the hangman can point to something like that. If it's talking about someone else, maybe there's a devil near it. It's talking about someone who's hiding something from you. If there's a seven of swords, if there's something like um, like um, an eight of wands, eight of cups, I mean, where like you see the hangman and then the eight of cups is like, Something is not, something is afoot and I have to go from here. When this card pops, you may question whether this illustrates you or someone in your life. And 
it's critical for you to be really honest about the possibilities of this card's personification. Is it me? Is this situation? Is it someone else? If you're someone else, if it's someone else, maybe someone's like doing things the other way around and confusing you because they have a, a plan. They have an escape route. There might be manipulations, you know. The hangman, if you see it in the past position, it might be that you had to surrender in order to move forward. And now you're in the next stage where you're like, now maybe you had to forego some pleasure or reward or let go of some kind of temptation. You had to let go of something in order to be where you're at right now. It's an empathetic card. It's, it's telling you, you were stuck, man. Now you're here. In the present position, it may mean you have to stay put, avoid conflict. Maybe someone's like prompting you to fight and you gotta be like, maybe everyone's going one way and you have to go the other way. Maybe as things move forward, you, I don't know, are the one who stays behind. But is behind behind if you're moving forward in your own direction? No. It's like um it's a card that also it's weird because the hangman is very it's a card that's uh unlike the chariot, this card means like staying put right and yet within that uh, staying putness puttedness uh, it's it's a very dominant card so whatever else comes out next to it this card is is one of those that 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 it's very powerful in its low vibration uh, it might be that someone did tie you to this situation it might be that you need to it's like a it's an escape room where you have to figure out some piece of the puzzle before you can get untangled and the longer you, it takes you the longer the more it will hurt uh, <laughs> I like this If there's a lot of swords around the hangman, an argument is building up to a climax. Um, with the cups, listen, anything that has to do with the hangman has to do with being static and surrendering or struggling against that. So being static in terms of feelings can be like it means stability but it also means that maybe you're not able to express yourself fully if it's next to swords it may mean that you are not cutting people with your words you're not taking action in terms of communication you're like uh, not communicating with someone but it may also mean that you are feeling like you can't express yourself if we're talking about wands it might mean like you have a, a passion that you want to pursue and that you are being asked to turn the flame down, right? You're at 
in if it's a like a kitchen you're at at, at high and it's asking you to be at like two and you're like but motherfucker and but it could also be that it, your your passion your fire may be burning shit and it's asking you like listen this is the only way that you're gonna be able to get this passion out is if you do it little by little and if it's talking about swords cups wands <laughs> I don't remember the suits what are the suits of this thing oh here it is swords oh here it is. and the, if it's talking about pentacles it might mean you need to save money you need to invest in a different way you need to put your money into worthy causes you need to surrender some of your money maybe someone is going to come and ask you for money and it's time for you to like give it up uh empty your pockets for some reason maybe you'll like get some tickets shit like that i mean the hangman is a very complex card because you need to understand that it it talks about either be it talks about a spiritual illumination by standing still but the attitudes that you have regarding this standing still may not be the best like maybe you're you going forward with a lot of momentum and suddenly you get a hangman and you're like motherfucker like now i have to this is this this is like when you're playing mario kart and someone throws you a banana peel and you're like wah, wah, wah. and so you get out of the road and you're like two cars passed me while this was happening but now i'm paying attention now i'm sharper now i know that the bananas that are coming i'm gonna skip them and or like move away from them uh now i know i'm gonna drop bananas in key locations so that idiots fall you know so in a way it's like it's a delay that makes you better it's a delay that gives you more impulse it's a delay that gives you a piece of a puzzle that wasn't there before like looking in the same place where you were looking for the keys and then suddenly they're in, in a place and it's because you came up you came they're on the table the entire time but you came to the kitchen through the other door or like you you look at them from the other angle now you found them a key piece of the puzzle but now i have another deck here the gilded tarot and i see the hangman and uh it's not the raider wade It's like the wheel of destiny got tangled up with a bunch of chains and this guy got. It's as if he was trying to like. He's tangled up in chains and it's not comfortable. This does not look like the other one. He looks like he's tense about this shit. So it's like it's as if he was trying to manipulate the wheels of destiny with his own chains that he brought right like a bicycle he's trying to like put his own little chains in there and suddenly things went and he got hung it also comes after the major account of justice so to me it's as if if the wheel of fortune moved you forward and justice told you what you deserve and now what you deserve is to hold so it's a little bit of a rough ride right now death comes after this so it's the big letting go so if death is when you already let it go and it's in this thing is like rotting in the ground and turning into something else hangman is when you're realizing you have to take this thing off life support and you're it's dawning on you that you have to let go of this thing and it's a moment where you say 
Okay. Okay. Um, um, I guess I'm done with this. I guess I'm done with this idea. I guess I'm done with this way of doing things. I guess I'm done with trying to make it happen this one specific and only way. And then it, you put it in the ground and then death comes and like turns it into part of the ground into compost. And then temperance goes and waters this compost and turns it into flowers. <laughs> the fuck? The fuck is this show? <laughs> oh my god. Oh, temperance. It just came out. I just mentioned her and it came out. Um, interesting? Interesting. So do you get do you have an idea? Do you understand the hangman now? It's also card number 12. 10, 11, 12. See. 12. So that's one and two and three. So it is um, right. So when you add one and two, that's three, and three is the Empress. So um, the hangman is a reminiscing of the Empress, right? So, and also of the high priestess, because it's number 12, two, two plus 10. Whatever. Point is, They're both feminine principles. So the hangman has a feminine principle, even though it's called the man. He's waiting for it. He is expecting it by being still, like women do. Not women as... What I'm saying is the female creates a baby from stillness. She can be a dumbass bitch and she's still creating a baby. You know what I mean? Like she has nothing. She no, There's nothing she needs to do in order to create this thing, in order to manifest this thing. The seed comes to her inside of her. The thing gets created inside of her in the dark, in stillness. That's what I mean by feminine. So... The hangman both calls out numeral in numerology. It calls out to both of the bigger females and the major arcanas, which is the spiritual wisdom of the stillness and also the physical materialization through stillness. Female principle of instinct. That's the hangman. The hangman is manifesting a spiritual revelation through stillness, through letting go. That was hard to get out there, but I'm sure you understood it. So what parts of life have you had to hang yourself upside down in order to understand something? I feel like there's a lot of things in my life where I've struggled and struggled and struggled to try to get them more, do them more, just make them happen the way I want them to happen. And then it just won't happen. And... <laughs> I swear that's my entire life. I'm just like, I just want this thing. And then everything's upside down. And I'm like, fuck, I guess. And the second I'm like, mm, yeah, I guess this is, it's okay that it's like this. Fuck. Then I can, I'm able to move on. So that's a hangman moment, right? So what parts of your life do you have to surrender in order to understand? Is it your, for example, relationship with your parents? where you have to just accept that they're the people they are and just let them be. You have to be the hangman. You have to be like, you know what? I'm upside down. Y'all do what you do. I don't know. I don't care. It's not my life. 
Or could it be the way something happens in a company where like you specifically don't feel comfortable about a process, but you know that it works and maybe learning to do this the other way that you're not used to would be beneficial for you as a person just to know a different system could it be a relationship you're so adamant to make it happen the way that you want it to happen and turns out everyone has free will and you cannot just practice in your mirror the way a conversation is gonna go and then go and have exactly that conversation that would be fucking weird right if that ever happened So you have to surrender to what actually will happen or does what actually does end up happening when you do have that conversation with that person. Right? So that's a hangman moment. You have to wait for the other person to answer. You have to accept whatever the, it is that they say. That's a hangman. With a devil... It may be some habit that you're needing to stop or someone that's trying to manipulate you with a tower. You may need to fully surrender to the chaos outside in your life. With the Empress, it might be that things are going to come to you if, ju if you just stay put manifesting from stillness with the emperor it might be that you have such desire to move ahead with something but you need to figure out first how you're going to do it with the high priestess you might be in a huge moment of um, spiritual awakening and revelation into what your next stages should be spiritually for you okay I think y'all got that right so here's what we're gonna do I'm going to... I've been shuffling some cards. I've been shuffling the wrong cards. Or maybe are they the right cards? Okay, I'm going to shuffle some cards. And we're going to do an interactive read. And I want you to leave a comment on the Sassy Tarot Pod Instagram. It's at Sassy Tarot Pod or my Twitter. And tell me what you think about Justice, The Hangman, or the, any of the major accounts that we've talked about. If you've seen them in readings... There's a lot of tarot readers that would interpret things differently. Um, sometimes the deck you're using, the image is just... To me, I'm, I'm an image person. So if the deck's image comes out in a way that... At, at that time, for whatever reason, it seems a certain way, I will say it that way, you know? So... What do you see when you see a hangman in your deck? What do you what do you associate it with? You can comment those things in my Insta. Sometimes you pull like a read, right? You pull five cards. And then there's like three, four figures. And the hangman is looking to the front, but all the other figures are looking at each other. To me, that means like something different than if two figures are looking at each other and two other figures are like left out or you know you got to look at where this the things around the card are going are there three figures fully like coordinated in a way that they look at it they all look at each other forming a nice little group and then there's a fourth figure that's like on on his own or her own 
kind of being left out. That tells you something. So do look for those kind of signs if they tell you stuff, if they speak to you. If they don't, please let it be. I see patterns also like of colors. If I see too many wheels, I would assume something different than if I don't. If I see many wheels, but they're in a specific position, are the wheels tangled up? Are they are they rolling forward? Are the wheels going in a certain direction and the figures are looking back? All these things tell you things about the readings and there's no way to calculate how it's going to come out. So, you know, Hangman looks very different and very various decks so don't be surprised if what I'm saying here maybe feels a little different okay so speaking of readings I'm gonna do an interactive reading right now and so what we're gonna do is I'm gonna pull three cards you're gonna pick one and um, think of a topic think of a topic and uh, and pick a card if you don't want to think of a topic, that's okay. You can just absorb what the card says because I'm being very general. And then, yeah, I hope it works for you. And this is this applies for whenever you hear this. And if you hear it again, it applies again. I guess those are the rules. Them rules. Sometimes I do these now and then when the episode comes out, I do them again. And then I, I try to pick differently, but it's true that I always pick the same card. Okay, I'm almost ready. So are you thinking of your topic? Yes, you are. Or not. How are you doing, Peter? <laughs> Sorry, I asked. <laughs> okay. There we go. I have card number one here, number two, and three. You picked the card? <laughs> you? Okay. If you pick card number one, you're overworked, man. <laughs> you are carrying too much of a load on your goddamn own, and you're feeling so tired. Um, also, I feel like partly someone was like, hey man, can I help you? And you were like, nah, I got this. And then you ended up going like, two towns over and it was way too much and you kept like carrying all 10 wands and and they keep falling and you keep like trying to figure out a system to carry them all so you might be having trouble scheduling several passions of yours you feel like people are asking a lot of you and you don't know how to say no you feel like you don't know how to ask for help or people people just keep putting loads on you and you're like uh, yeah, sure. Hey, man, since you're going that way, would you mind um, carrying these three things? And you're like carrying already four things. And you're like, yeah, sure, sure, man. Sure, sure, sure. Too polite. You're being too polite about your own limits. And a healthy dose of saying no would benefit you. But also, you already committed to yourself to doing the tasks that you committed yourself to do. So finish them as much as you can. As, uh, even if you have to put some tasks down, go finish three of them and then pick them up and go finish them. Even if it takes two trips versus like a, a one trip that's very complicated. 
you can break it down into smaller steps so that you are not so overloaded. And next time, accept help or ask for help. Some people are terrified of asking for help. And I don't know why. I am sometimes. I don't even realize that I'm doing it. If you pick car number two, ooh, la la. <laughs> what is going on with me? I just recorded, we just recorded this justice episode today as well. And I got the two of cups and now I got the lovers. This is like the sexiest, like domination going down on you card. <laughs> Cause I'm using the Gilded Tarot uh, deck and I feel like he's like, come here, I'm gonna lick your pussy. <laughs> And he's wearing like a full like almost warrior, but it's clearly like a sex fetish because this doesn't cover shit. Like, look at this guy. He's like, what kind of war is this one? I feel like they were like, let's role play. Um, and there's like dolphins in the backgrounds and the dolphins are the only ones who fuck for pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, usually the lover's card doesn't give me that much sex, but... In this case, it is because of this deck. It's what I was talking about before. Um, but let me talk about the meaning of the lovers as a, as a major arcana. You have a decision to make. <laughs> you have a decision to make and the decision has to do with uniting two principles. So that might be sex, sexual, uniting, you know, with another. Or it might be that you have two sides of a story, two sides, two ways of doing something. And there is something to not leaving out any of them. Both of them may be valid in, in making happen what you need to make happen. It's also just like sexy. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> There's like moon dust landing on them. There's this is like sex magic. This is sex magic. Peter, this is sex magic. This is, I don't know what to say about this card. Leave me alone. Okay. If you pick card number three, okay. This is another version of the lovers. I think you got the temperance. So it's time for you to balance and blend. Same as the lovers. You're balancing passion with feeling. You have a lot of passion. You have a lot of feelings. Passion is fire and feelings is water. So too much feeling, you put the water, the, the, the passion out. Too much fire, you may evaporate the water, right? So this is mixing, this is mixing two things that are both very dominant, very carefully. This is be having balance between rational and passion. So whatever you're dealing with, you have to be very centered. People around you are trying to burn you, you're like water. People around you are trying to like be water and like make you like wet with all these feelings that they have, you're fire. You're like, I know all the feelings you're having, but we're keeping going with this shit. Fire. We're keeping doing things. It's also there's like moon dust. So it's like it's like a version of like sex magic too to me. Like uh, it's more like um, on your own, finding your own 
balance regardless of what's happening outside. Temperance speaks of going through extreme hot and extreme cold and you being a tempered center. You're not glass that breaks. You are a sword that gets formed by all these waves. So if people around you are being like... I feel like you're the center of this like upheaval. People around you are like moving fast and being like going in several directions and like kind of and kind of like unbalanced. They're not balanced and you are the the balance center. And if you're not feeling like that's the case, you may need to put yourself in those shoes because that's what's going to ha- you're going to end up having. So we have two major arcanas. Uh, sorry if the lover's card did not make sense to you, but what I'm seeing here is basically try to unite with the other in order to move forward. My God, these are sexy. Okay, um, guys, this is your interactive reading of the day. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, we are almost, we're on the 12th card of the Major Arcana. We have 21 of them. And then I'm going to explain the Aces and the Court cards. So we have a, a way to go. So please subscribe. Give us five stars. Go to the, the um, Instagram, Sazitara Pod. I post cards of the day. I don't do it every day. Sometimes I have to cry over my falling apart country. And sometimes I have to work and do shit. But I I do try to do it whenever I, I, I can. And... Um, And then you can DM me and ask me anything. I try to reply as as fast as possible. This wonderful music that we've been listening to now and throughout the times is by Peter Mark Kendall, who I don't know how he does it. He connects a bunch of (laughs) cables and plugs and buttons and somehow this happens. So it's... This is what I consider witchcraft. Music is witchcraft. I posted it the other day. I'm like, I don't understand how it happens. I think it's magical and it's just amazing. So thank you, Peter, for that. Um, Thank you, Alec, for being here. And thank you guys for being on this tarot journey with me. We'll see where it takes us. I'm Veronica Soria. Goodbye. been a forever dog production executive produced by brett boehm joe cilio and alex ramsey engineered and mastered by alex sarche for more original podcasts please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on apple podcasts spotify or wherever you get your podcasts keep up with the latest forever dog news by following us on twitter and instagram at forever dog team and liking our page on facebook